0: Well, once again, welcome to another edition of The Real Money Show brought to you by Guildhall Wealth Management. The number before we get going, one silver The website is guildhallwealth.com. Please feel free to use it often during the show. It's a great place, a great site, and there's a ton of information there for you on gold, silver, and natural fancy-colored diamond markets. This has been a very busy week. We are going to continue our week-over-week Picking on the U.S. dollar theme, Jeremy's here with us, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management, and Paul Wiseman, President of Guildhall Wealth Management. I will remind everyone before we get going that Guildhall representatives are not financial advisors or planners, and past performance of gold, silver, or natural fancy-colored diamonds is not necessarily indicative of future performance. Now, gentlemen, this week has been a topsy-turvy week. There has been ups, downs, Gold and silver rebounded very nicely from their bottoms of last week. We kind of talked about this on last week's show, Jeremy. This is really in relation to what's transpiring right now in the dollar. And as we're taping here on Thursday, we are seeing more reports about a couple of topics near and dear to our show that we've discussed at length. One is inflation and that threat of inflation with a higher-than-expected CPI report in the U.S. We have been saying for years That inflation is actually uh, working against the people, robbing them of their savings. It's the silent killer of wealth, as you you have coined so many times on this show. And the other, that falling U.S. dollar. The dollar index is weakening against a basket of currencies and looks to be continuing to do so. So we're going to spend some time on the show talking about why we think gold and silver will respond very nicely to that. We expect the the makings of a new bull market right now.
1: Yeah, I think that uh well first I didn't coin that silent killer line. That was actually Alan Greenspan who, you who called it that. Um there was a great interview on um USA Watchdog with Greg Hunter, uh his his site with John Williams from Shadow Stats, and he was discussing inflation. And one of the points he made was that typically what would happen is interest rates would be set at a higher at a higher point than where actual inflation was so that people, when they invest or put their money into a bank account, savings account, et cetera, they would would be getting back more than what the inflation rate was, which means that they're allowed to prosper. But when, and this is part of another trend, I'm gonna digress for a moment here. What we're seeing right now as a trend is since the stock market wobbled last week, a lot more people are coming out especially in our community and saying look they never solved any of the problems the economy never actually got better employment never actually improved manufacturing never actually improved they just paper they papered over all of the problems pushed the stock market up and when the fed decides to you know not let the bonds just let them um, expire and not roll over then it pushes yields up and the stock market goes down. So essentially they take away the punch bowl. But look, they lowered interest rates, which meant that inflation, if you believe what they're saying, where it's at two percent, which I don't believe, if it's anything that's actually higher, then what hap- what what is happening is you you are being robbed. Um, it's a, it is a silent killer. Your purchasing power is being lost because you're not getting an interest rate that's higher than the rate of an, of actual inflation. And all you have to do is just say, "Look, am I paying more for insurance, food, entertainment?" Uh, we were just talking about the fact that you know we don't we don't. Uh, Paul and I were talking coming down. We look. We want servers to get as much tip as possible, <laughs> but when the tip is going up to twenty three percent. But you're also, and it's not the tip, it's the 13% that you're having to pay on top of your stake, that it just starts to get out of control. And then what do you have to do? You have to pull back. And if interest rates keep going, and I think we were just talking about before the show, Darren, about uh, some people that you know in the real estate market, if interest rates go up any further from here, People are gonna just start start pulling back. They're not gonna be going out for dinners or going to the movies and whatnot because they're gonna have to they're they're lumbered with a a mortgage payment.
0: Already happening, Jeremy. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. And Paul, when you make your way down to this show on a weekly basis, sometimes you're with us and other times you are swamped in the world of colored diamonds and gold and silver. The signs we're seeing, the writing that's on the wall at least to me since 2002, having been and seen where we've come from, we've never really left that financial crisis mode. We've papered over it with countless amounts of debt and new printing regimes all over the world that have produced tons of new currency in digital form. But the reality is here, as CPI rises, inflation is a true threat, and that at a time when inflation is a true threat we're seeing economic growth start to slowly flash warning signs of weakness. This is the prime situation where gold and silver would benefit tremendously. The last time we saw this, in the mid-70s, and I might add that the majority of the gains we saw in both silver and gold came from 75 to 1980.
2: Inflation confiscates your wealth. It's as simple as that. And one of the safest ways to Ensure yourself against confiscation of inflation is to own hard assets, whether it's gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds. As we're recording this show on Thursday afternoon, uh, silver d- dropped down this morning from sixteen ninety four down to sixteen sixty four. But as we're recording the show, silver is trading at sixteen eighty two an ounce U S., which is around about twenty two dollars Canadian. Um, gold is now trading at three. we hit a low of 13.48 early this morning but has rebounded back. Um, Two days ago, you know, gold was trading at 13.17 and silver was trading at 16.17. So we've had a real nice bump up and I think there's further to go. there is more upside than downside. And at Guildhall, we only sell physical gold, silver, platinum, palladium. Uh, we're not into any type of paper currency or paper trading. We don't sell equities, which are stocks. We don't sell ETFs. We don't sell certificates, which is a promissory note. Uh, we don't sell futures, and we don't sell options and futures. We sell the real thing. You can buy Product, you can go to our website, guildhallwealth.com, top right-hand corner. You can go to our website. You can take physical delivery. You can come to our premises or we can deliver to you uh, product. It's physical product, whether you're buying one ounce, ten ounce, um, Kilo bars of gold, whether you're buying one ounce silver, one ounce maples, ten ounce silver bars, hundred ounce bars, it's physical product all from the Royal Canadian Mint. Our gold is Royal Canadian Mint and Swiss Pamp, which is the best in the world. So you might pay a little bit of premium if you're looking at Fortuna's, which is the best, in my opinion, gold bars. If you want to hold product, you don't want to take it home, you're worried. You know, some of our clients don't feel very safe of having gold and silver physically in their home. I mean, if somebody knows you've got product, if it's not nailed down, someone's going to steal it from you. So what we offer is a safe, allocated, segregated depository where we give you the bar numbers. You can go visit the product. This The next option to that is... That a lot of people don't know that they can actually put gold and silver into their registered plans through the government, whether it's an RSP, a TFSA, a LIRA. You can actually own gold and silver. If you've never ever owned a TFSA, uh, you can put. A, how much can you put in? About fifty-two five, fifty-seven 500. 500. While I'm sleeping. In unison, Darren. In That's unison. It. Okay, nice. so. You know, fifty-seven-five. you can buy gold, silver, put that into tax-free saving account. It's the, one of the best ways to own gold and silver. You know, as I said, we're trading, as we're talking now, silver's just gone up three cents, gold has just jumped up a dollar. I think this is an incredible investment. I think there is more upside than downside that. It is my personal opinion. But give us a call. Speak to one of our reps, they look after you, they hold your hand through the whole process. We have a girl that just specializes, her name is Franker in the office, she just specializes in these registered plans. We partner with Questrate. they are the custodian of the product, but we do all the buying and selling. And finally, you know, for customers that or clients out there that are really interested in owning product, we have allocated financing, which is exactly the same as buying the physical product. You get the bar numbers, but you can finance up to 70% of the product. This means, you know, you're using somebody else's money. Silver trading at, you know, $17. For you to double your money, it would have to go to $34. But by using allocated financing an eight dollar move in the market is almost going to double your money in this position so instead of being seventeen dollars or twenty five dollars you're looking at doubling your money this is a great way to own gold and silver
0: all right it's a great way to get into the market whether you're owning it by taking it home storing it with guildhall using the allocated financing or put it into your registered accounts those are all great options so fellows when we return in the second segment let's continue this discussion of inflation the threat of stagflation and what it means and we have a little bit of an update on housing situations here We're seeing all kinds of great headlines about prices continuing to rise. Yet in the background, I'm reading a ton of articles in different places around the country that are suggesting Canadian home prices are beginning to soften. And we don't know where that's going to take us, but over the past several years, we have been suggesting the time is going to come. Prepare yourself. It's not what we're worried about in terms of your primary residence. It may be that you need to speculate elsewhere. Gold and silver can do that for you. When we come back in a second segment, we'll talk more about inflation, real estate prices, and we'll bring up natural fancy colored diamonds. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, here we are back with The Real Money Show. Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call is one silver or to the website guildhallwealth.com. There you can get a free investor kit. Sign up for our weekly newsletter, the Precious Metals newsletter, that comes right to your inbox. It is free of charge and we do like sending that letter out for you, keep you up to speed. Paul, before we went to break, we were discussing about the myriad of ways to get into the market through Guildhall. I want to make sure people understand Something can be tailored perfectly to fit them specifically. What are your suggestions? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, at Guildhall, on my way down, I was talking to Jeremy today. You know, we offer so many different solutions for owning physical gold and silver. And we even make it so easy for you to pay we have debit you can pay by bank draft you can pay by pre-authorized debit once you're a client and you want to keep on ordering we have your bank account as long as we get your authorization we can you know take the money out you can pay by wire which we do on larger accounts uh we have paypal for the people that want to use their credit card and for clients that own e-transfers, Bitcoin, e-transfers i forgot that too and you can pay as a bank payment as well um, as if you were paying a bill, a bill payment, mm-hmm. bill payment and the last thing we have is bitpay. If you own Bitcoin and you would love to get into owning gold and silver right now you know we've had a little bit of recovery on Bitcoin. it's gone from sixty five hundred to as we're recording today over ten thousand dollars. Now, nobody loses any money taking any money off the table. And if you want to buy gold and silver, you know we will take BitPay, as long as it is Bitcoin, and we will help you with that.
1: And I think this idea of taking something off the table, Darren, is what you were suggesting before we went to break with regards to real estate in the sense that things can only go up for so long and at this point with the government raising interest rates which is going to stop people from buying homes which is could start to move things in a different direction and of course look they they started that bubble by lowering the rates and now they have to try to try to uh, rein that bubble back in by raising the rates and uh, tightening, lending, and all of these sorts of things. So there might be an opportunity here to look for something that's undervalued. Uh, we do see some people that are uh, downsizing or profit-taking in the real estate market, even on their principal residences. Um, and there could be some options here to put product put put your funds to work in something that's undervalued, like gold and silver. You know, I was talking with some people uh, this past week who we're talking about the stock market and how you know in 2008 they took a pretty big hit and things have just gotten back to to normal a few years ago and the market kept going up but the market can't keep going up, and and most people do understand that there could be a major correction coming, and maybe this was the last week's was just sort of a tremor of that of that occurring, and we might be headed into a period of major volatility, so it's time to start thinking about true diversification, which means holding things that are negatively correlated, not having... A little bit of this stock and a little bit of that stock in different sectors but actually having something that's opposite meaning tangible assets are not the same as paper assets and so by having a bit of both you're truly diversified
0: well listen contrary to the popular belief that developed nations are characterized by very low inflation rates enormous monetary inflation's already occurred in the u.s this is what we've called the swept under the rug syndrome this has been hidden from normal view even though we've talked about it on a week to week basis i don't think that rug feels flat anymore no, i think it doesn't. It's, very it's, bumpy. it's very bumpy <laughs> and and to be honest the example of this is is evident in terms of the broad money supply in the us okay we just compare that to cpi The broad money supply since 2008 has risen nine and a half times faster than CPI. Right. And if you look at the total increase in money supply, it's 141% higher than it was in 2008. And it's 4.4 times higher than it was in 2000. And that's a huge amount. I mean, it's a staggering amount, trillions of dollars that have been put into the money stock or the available digital currencies physical paper currencies of the US the world over and there has not been a very large outcome from that supply so it I means to be expected this volatility it's got to happen sooner or later it's going to play itself out
1: yeah it's it's uh this is something that that a lot of uh, a lot of the experts in our area are talking about, and and John Williams was touching upon this in the interview he gave uh, this past week. This idea that, you know, they the government and the Fed created all this money to get the banking system out of trouble, but never actually fixed anything. So what what that's doing, and, and again, others like Peter Schiff were discussing the same thing. This I- and same thing with Jim Rickards and all of these um, really smart people were talking about the idea that. Th- it's heading towards a currency crisis. That's what happens when you decide to print all this money and go into all this debt and when you think about the debt, you know look, we've been on the show, and i I was talking with someone the other day, and I said eighteen trillion in debt i had to I had to correct myself. We're actually almost virgining twenty twenty one trillion
2: yeah, but not only is the twenty trillion, you've got a hundred trillion in unfunded
1: uh or- yeah. Liabilities, liabilities and how did is, those pension funds not be successful in this market? But when how come a, they didn't make money in this market? It's done nothing but, but go a, up, and they still need to come up with more.
2: But a hundred trillion in unfunded liabilities—that social security and Medicare—who's going to pay for that? So you got uh, yeah. twenty, twenty-one, and hundred is hundred and twenty-one. That's impossible. You know, can the U.S. go bankrupt, or do they have to go into war? I mean, what do they have to do to get rid of a hundred and twenty-one? trillion dollars and nobody even thinks about a trillion. I always you know go go back to Darren and say Darren, tell me what a trillion dollars looks like.
0: Well, it's hard to explain, but you need a football field. You can go to our website. The entire population of the White House, maybe a, a
1: handful of 53-foot trailers.
0: It's a lot of stacks if, of $100 bills. If
1: you go to our website and you go to uh learning about precious metals, there's the video there that you can actually you can it's, actually watch it because I know this is it's Paul's worth favorite. Uh, it's worth thing. watching, but visuals are important. But you know, look, there's going to be a currency crisis for sure. Well,
0: we're witnessing right now the largest human experiment of its kind ever played out in this currency experiment. Many of the big pieces of the puzzle, the G20 nations, have all printed money, including our own country here, and. Although the eventual outcome can't be predicted perfectly by anyone, anywhere, let's remind people that the reason we buy assets like gold and silver aren't always just because we want to speculate because we think the price of silver will go from 16 to 400 or silver will go from 13 to 10,000. Yeah, but why That's not? That's a great it will reason do. to do it. it because will happen. it's going to happen anyways. But we just don't know reason, the timing. The other reason is having that in your portfolio is an insurance policy. And here's a perfect Case in point, look back at the history of the U.S. and how inflation occurred. In 1915, inflation was rolling along at about 1%. By 1917, inflation hit 20%. Do you think that they had this great bell that went off that reminded everybody, oh, you better get prepared for inflation? That's 24 months. Boom. Everything else you're buying is 20% greater in value. 1945, it's clipping along at 1%. World War is ending, getting close to the end, and 1947, 19%. 1972, it's clipping along at 3%, which is right where they want it to be. By 1974, 12%. And Paul, in this very show, you have discussed, and I think people take for granted, the fact that you were owning homes and real estate at a time when mortgage rates were above 20%.
2: Insanity. My first house that I bought, my first mortgage was 12%. And I carried a second at 15%. And that was the norm. That was the norm.
0: And had you been in a position, fiscally, and you were not in any bad shape whatsoever because you were able to afford homes, most people weren't. But if you were in a position to look back on that right now and say, if I could have bought gold back then, what's the difference? I mean, looking back, that's, I mean, 30, 40 years. It's not the end of the world to hold something that long. but, But
2: getting back to real estate, I have a very good friend that sells very, very large homes Uh, in in Toronto and he was telling me uh, in the beginning of the week that there is a lot of investors speculators that are just walking away from their down payments because they can't get the financing now the banks are not stupid you know one time they were happy to say well it's a million and a half dollar they call in somebody to value the house well the markets going up we're pretty safe they are not safe right now. So they want larger down payments. They want to be know that the person can pay that mortgage. They don't want to finish up with a whole load of real estate on their books at the highest rate, At the you know, where a million dollar home or a million and a half dollar home, you know, five, six years ago was six, seven hundred thousand. They don't want to finish up with high valued properties. Might
0: that explain why housing sales crashed in January, gentlemen? 2.4% down year over year on existing home sales well, in Canada. I mean, that's by no stretch of imagination is that a pattern, but it is a clear sign that's being flashed across the bow of a warning of things to come. And these are the kind of cues you've got to pay attention to. Get out of those assets but, but if that, you're but speculating. But that also
2: happened to you, Jeremy. You went into the bank because you were looking at another property, and they threw money at you because, you know, you're in great shape. Whereas Out of my
1: comfort zone, they threw money at me. Yes.
2: But, I mean, the average person that's speculating, <laughs> but the people that are speculating that got five, six, seven homes... You know, and and they're working for fifty, sixty thousand dollars a a year. How do they own five, six homes? Well, I
0: can tell you that. I mean, we talked about it before, and I mean we want to do this in a quick way, but and I know Jeremy you got a point to make, but this is happening. I have a neighbor that lives within three, four doors of me who's got how many homes? Eleven homes. And I'm not gonna tell you what he does for a living, but it does not justify what he spends. And I can tell you the reason he's got those eleven homes is because it's easy to go to the second tier lenders and get money for nothing.
1: Now I got nothing to say. Dan. Okay, no, all no, right, no, no. Story. What, what I wanted to really say, because I know we're running out of time on the segment, is uh, something that was coming to the forefront. It's a li- it's somewhat on the on the banking tip here is uh, something that a lot of people are talking about this past week is the interbank, interbank loans, that they've crashed in, in recent years. In other words, Banks are not lending to each other in the United States. They do not wanna to lend to each other one iota. This is something you saw right at the peak of the crisis in 2008 uh, before they flooded QE and kind of greased the wheels and got the liquidity going. But this is a sign. This is something you have to pay attention to. The idea that banks aren't trusting each other. The idea that, Paul, if you're if you're uh, one of the banks and you wanna lend me money and I, I wanna borrow money from you, and say, no way, I'm not giving you money. Like, Cause I don't know if I'm gonna get it back. This just hints at the idea that we are headed into a period of volatility, and you have to come up with ways that you're going to protect yourself. Look, the stock market's gone up for a really long time. Real estate's gone up for a really long time. Uh, Cryptocurrencies also had their day in the sun. At, At this point, precious metals are incredibly undervalued, and yet... No one is paying attention to the fact that gold has jumped off the bottom in 2015 in the in the $1,000 range and is now trading in th- at the 1350 range and people aren't noticing. And we don't want investors to get involved in this market when gold's flying past $5,000 an ounce because of a currency crisis. You have to be involved well ahead. And there's nothing wrong with being in a market that's averaging 8% a year. And that's what we're trying to show people because most people go to their advisor and they they say, what do you think? And they go, oh, it's too volatile. Well, what's volatile about 8% a year? I don't understand. Oh, it doesn't pay a dividend. Well, who cares if it's paying a dividend if it dropped 20%? You have to think a little bit outside the box and maybe look at people's motivations. And yes, we're in the gold business. Oh. Of course, we're looking to to help people get involved in that market. For good but, reason. But we're not, good looking, reason. we're not looking for them to put their case money. It's a question of saying, look, 10 15 20% in precious metals is a great way to hedge against volatility all right
0: when we come back a little bit about colored diamonds we're going to talk about stagflation and we're going to talk a little bit about how gold and silver produced way better results in 2001 2008 following the meltdown in the financial markets and how they really stood up against the stocks why you have them as insurance assets in your portfolio you are listening to the real money show with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto all right a little break gentlemen and an opportunity for us to talk a little more about an extension of what we offer at guildhall the number to call is one silver guildhallwealth.com and you'll really want to take that website down during this segment we're going to spend a few minutes talking about another type of inflation-proof asset. Natural Fancy Colored Diamonds, some of the most beautiful types of investments in the world. They're wearable investments. These are the type of investments that you can put your head down on a pillow at night, sleep and have a great night's sleep. What do you like about them, gentlemen? What's going on in that world right now? We
1: see people. I speak to people all the time. I was talking to someone the other day, and he was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to put my money into a G.I.C., (laughs) <laughs> I was like, so very what, exciting. What? That's so exciting. What's the interest rate on that, Ooh. right? And then, and then, obviously, paying the the capital gains on your two percent, knowing that inflation two 2% percent, percent over like what three year period or something that's like that. High too. It's just so. It, it's just, in my opinion, it's a terrible investment if you're looking for a place to park money for a long period of time. Why not put it into a natural fancy colored diamond that's incredibly rare? You know, you look at a, a vivid yellow diamond that's you know one carat vivid yellow internally flawless there's there's under 60 of those that come to market every year between 1 and 3 carats so if you if you think about one carat vivid yellows that are great quality you're probably looking at about 30 a year globally i mean that's an, that's an incredibly rare asset and that's the reason why the value of these assets continue to rise over time so if you're an investor that's looking to park money for several years, 5, 10, 15 years, you should definitely be considering a natural fancy colored diamond. And the the problem would be that once you sell it, you can't you can't rebuy it at the lower price. You can't wait for the price to fall back down because the prices of natural fancy colored diamonds have only continued to rise over time. You know,
2: we um, a couple of weeks ago, or about a month ago, I advertised some uh, one just over one carat, uh, fancy, internally flawless diamonds in settings for fourteen nine nine five for Valentine's Day. They went over terrifically well. I bought a parcel of just over one carat, fancy yellows, internally flawless. We have our designer coming in tomorrow. Is that correct, Jeremy? And we're going to make up a selection of maybe about ten different one carat size six six and a half diamond rings to be in that range of fourteen nine nine five which are gonna be incredible incredible diamonds if you go to some of the you know major major jewelry stores and I won't mention the ones with the blue box but you're gonna look at that same diamond ring for thirty thirty five thousand dollars and we've gonna have them on for fourteen nine nine five which is an incredible price for an incredible diamond in a beautiful setting, uh, you can pick one of, you know, as I said, it probably be seven to ten different settings uh, of these incredible, fancy, internally flawless yellow diamonds. Um, when we're talking about vivid yellows, you know, we, we sell fancy, intense and vivid. Those are the three grades. They are strong, but it, it, they're tested by the color. Of, how strong the diamond, colorless diamond is, the more expensive it is. Like white diamonds, the whiter or the cleaner the white diamond is, the more expensive that diamond is. Like D, one carat internally flawless is almost the same price as a vivid internally flawless today. So when we sell natural fancy color diamonds at Guildhall, I only pick the best, of the best diamonds. Every diamond that I purchase is if, well, I do, I buy them for myself. If a client or a customer or any of our investors, you know, don't buy for a year, two years, three years, five years, I'm not losing any money. I don't lose. Every diamond that I buy and goes into my inventory increases in value. If we look at pinks, the Argyle pinks, and we've officially been told the Argyle mine is closing in 2021.
1: Yeah. uh, The Fancy Color Research Foundation uh, did a video. uh, I think it was in the summertime last year where they did a day at the mine at the Argyle mine, which is a great video. And in the beginning, they said they talk about how in in 2021, they're going to mine the last bit of ore. They're going to do something to the underground mining pit. And then they're basically going to flood the whole mine and turn it into a lake. But I believe they had a press release this week where they made it where the mine made it official that 2021 was going to be the last uh, the last year. Now, there might still be some diamonds that come to market after that because they have to work over the ore, but they're not going to be mining anymore, which means essentially the tap is going to be turned off on the inventory of pink diamonds because they produce 90% of the world's pinks. So, you know, not only do the prices of the pink diamonds continue to rise, but trying to find quality VS, quality pink diamonds is becoming a tougher task all the time. So um, what a what a great time to get involved in that market. And yet, nobody knows about it.
2: It's such a secret. Well, we're also bringing in, um, which will be for the month of March, uh, we are bringing in um, from one of our uh, wholesalers. It is an atelier for uh, argyle, and he also manufactures. He's one of the best uh, design jewelry designers in New York. We're going to bring a collection of pink argyle diamond jewelry, um, and it's all going to be affordable. Um, from you know bracelets to pendants to brooches. Uh, We're going to have a beautiful, beautiful selection, and that will be going up on the website in March, and we're really excited about that uh, because we'll be one of the only companies in Canada selling Argyle, just purely Argyle pink jewelry, and uh, I'm thrilled to be involved in this and be partnered with it
1: yeah we you know we 've done custom jewelry for for years, and the quality of the custom jewelry has always been just absolutely impeccable because a lot of the times when you go to major retail stores, a lot of those aren 't actually uh, handmade um, whereas our jeweler is making things by hand, their clients are coming to the market coming to to us and they 're designing exactly what they want and getting something that really is an investment in terms of the the length of time you're going to be able to enjoy that now with the pink diamond jewelry what you're getting is argyle name you're getting great custom jewelry there we we it's all uh handmade jewelry as well and uh it's part of what we do at Guildhall which is bring quality to the market in terms of tangible assets well it's the
2: same thing that we, where we had the cancer bow in pink argyles and that was a stunning necklace and that went for like $1,300 U.S. Incredible. And $100 of that goes to the Cancer Society. So we're happy to promote that and the other diamond jewelry, the pinks, the Argyle pinks. And they're all beautiful 7P, 9P uh People, can you
1: explain what the P is?
2: Well, it's the color of the the argyle diamonds. I mean, they start off at 1P, which is incredible color. That's the finest color you're ever going to find out of the argyle. And those are the type of 2P, 3P that go into the argyle tender. In actual fact, one of the tender stones that we bought uh, the year before last was a 2P um, deep pink VVS1. Incredible diamond stone. I don't even have it up on the website. It's an argyle tender stone. Do I care whether I sell it this year, next year, five years down the road? It's only going to increase in value. That type of stone, 0.55 deep pink, number 35 from the tender from two years ago, will easily be a million dollars in five, six years. Don't you think so, Darren?
0: Well, I find it intriguing that not only was Jeremy pointing out something that's not necessarily public but is in the public domain, which is that article from the FCRF in which they do state that 2021 is the closing date in a day of the life of Argyle mine. And they do specifically say that that is the year, the last Argyle pink diamond will be unearthed right before the underground crushers, conveyors, and trucks shut down for the last time. Gentlemen, I'm I'm not the only one who believes this way. You all share this same opinion. But by that time, it will be too late for the average person to buy a pink diamond. What we have available now will be four, five, 10 times. I don't know because when you cut off 80% of the supply, nobody's going to be rushing to the back of their safes to make those available to anybody. Now, before we get going, Jeremy, I want to do give the number out because people need to get a diamond package. They need to get information on this is 187-78-SILVER. The website is a great tool to go and view some of the diamonds we have in our collection. It is guildhallwealth.com. There is a diamond section there. Some of the wealth to wear that we've generated over the years is posted on that site. More to be added soon, as Paul was saying. Many surprises coming up. But the fact that we're delving into more of the colored diamond side of the world that we're in in investments tells us that that segment is going to be growing. It is going to become more mainstream. Wouldn't it be nice as an investor to be on the side of the early investors, which I still think, even though we've been around since 2002, we are seeing at this point in time. Yes, it costs more to buy a vivid yellow and that's a beautiful stone. Yes, it costs an awful lot to get into a tender stone, but what's gonna happen in 36 months, no time at all, to Pink Diamonds especially, and it will have what they call the drag effect as it's happened in blues, as it's happened in other colors, that will drag diamond prices higher. So whether or not, you're right, Paul, we sell that tender stone now or give it to somebody as an investment they paid for and they want to own, or whether we do that in four or five years. I mean, as a firm, we really don't see a time coming when those are going to go on sale. It's a great investment. It's better to have now than to have in 36 months. And in 36 months from now, gosh. Amazing things could happen because there could be such a high demand that nobody knows where these prices are coming out of, and they could be huge.
1: There, there's a great book that we actually give away with uh, the uh, really high end argyle diamonds that we have, and uh, one of the quotes in it is that the the insane prices of today are the sane prices of tomorrow and by knowing that and our experience in the natural fancy color diamond market has shown us that when you see something of incredible quality and you get a sense of the individuality of these diamonds and things that you don't see all the time you have to jump on it because this this market is filled with missed opportunities and uh, you know people who took a pass on a natural fancy color diamond let's say a an intense yellow when it they were twelve thirteen thousand dollars, and today they're trading for twenty five thousand dollars. you know look, you can still get involved in the market at twenty five and uh, the more you invest, the greater the gains so because the more you invest the, the greater the value, the more uh, rare those diamonds are. so just remember the insane prices of today become the same prices of tomorrow look no further than, than Toronto Real Estate to get a sense of that.
0: one eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. Maybe think about putting both a colored diamond and silver and gold into your portfolio, whether it's a registered account, whether it's home storage, whether you'd like to use our depository, or whether you'd like to take us up on our offer of allocated financing to add to that colored diamond in your portfolio, we can help do that. That's what we're here for. We are the experts in this arena. Give us a call, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. When we come back in the fourth segment, back to switching gears, talk about stagflation, what this printing has done, a little bit more about real estate, and we're going to talk a little bit about how gold has performed after big blowouts in the stock markets, 2001 and 2008. What did gold do versus the rest of the stock market at large? The number is one eight seven seven eight, and you are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, gentlemen, the fourth segment is here. We're back. It's The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call one 8 silver or guildhallwealth.com is a great website. Go there, get the free investor kit, ask for the information, and you shall receive. We are happy to share with you all of the components of the various ways that we have for you to get into the market in terms of getting that to your inbox, getting it out to you via mail, your request, you can tell us how you like it, but it will include information on how to find out more about our storage options for your gold and silver, how to buy colored diamonds, Lots about allocated financing, using other people's money to invest. It's a fun way to do it. Well, that's
2: you're talking about allocated financing. We never gave an example of allocated financing. Maybe you can give an example of what the investment would be uh, to buy a thousand ounces, maybe five thousand ounces uh, in this market. You know, a $10 dollar move in the market right now we're trading a, you know just under 17 dollars.
0: Well, it's more than double your money. Um,
2: You know, silver in May 2011 was as high as $49. Do I think personally we're going to see $49 again? Yeah. I think we could see $100. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is the time to get into the market. So use allocated financing. You're buying the bars. It's no different to buying. You are buying physical product, 100-ounce bars. It's. Sits in the depository in Mississauga. You get the bar numbers. You can visit the product. You can touch the product within 48 hours of making a purchase. You can go out and see your product. We will set up an appointment for you. But let's all right 1,000
0: ounces of silver, 10, 100 ounce Royal Canadian mint bars, serial numbers, storage, segregation in your name. You can visit it. It's your product. You can get that today, quite simply, if you'd like, by laying out as little as. 45% of the total metal value that you wish to invest in. In that same example, for a thousand ounces of silver, your outlay in Canadian dollars would be roughly $10,000 Canadian. It is less than half the price you would pay if you were going to buy it up front. And if you want to add more to that, you can. This account will allow you to do that. Now, that being said, Playing with other people's money is not necessarily for everyone. We do want to make sure you know that it is not something you go out and beg, borrow, plead with your neighbors to borrow the money, put it on a credit card. This is not what this is for. This is for people who have it in their account, who understand the risks of investing, who've done their due diligence, but it's a fun way to invest when these markets are going to take off and this is going to happen. In the same example, Paul, you want 5,000 ounces of silver, typically your outlay is going to be somewhere around, give or take, 100,000 plus, more, more than that, give or take Canadian. If you want to use collateralized financing, allocated financing to get that 5,000 ounces of silver, your outlay is going to be about 50,000 Canadian and you own it, you control it. You get to decide on the buying and selling of that, you'll see it online, you get your dashboard, you can visit your product and you can add and subtract in addition to that. This account is awesome because it includes everything you need for the next 36 months. We include the commission so th- you don't have to pay it again. You can buy and sell if you'd like. You can do it once a day. You can do it once over the whole 36-month period. It's up to you, but lots of flexibility built into this account. And When the market is running like it has in the past, and we suspect very soon we'll do again, This could be by far the best account to
2: open. And it is physical product. You're buying 100-ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars with serial numbers. This is not a cryptocurrency. This is not vaporware. This is product that you can touch, that you can hold, that you can go visit. You get a list of your bar numbers. We're the only company in Canada that will give you the bar numbers and allow you to visit your product. So this is a great opportunity. I think silver and gold right now, and I think silver is the best investment. It's undervalued, trading just under $17 an ounce. Well, wow. Way get in.
1: And it's such a simple investment that we've discovered over the years We're, you know, you're looking at stocks and cryptocurrencies and all of these things, real estate and, you know, all the different types of investment assets. And when you think about it, precious metals are just so damn easy. It's a physical commodity. You hold it in your hand. It's, uh, it's stored energy, right? The the product has been mined. It's been refined, and that's it. It's done, and it's stored. It's stored wealth. Uh, I saw a funny meme last week. Uh, it was saying something like, um, uh, "People have discovered this uh, sunken ship filled with Bitcoin." <laughs> I was was laughing because, of course, that could never happen. Uh, There was another article this this past week talking about there's this new company, I think it was a Canadian company, that they're creating some sort of digital storage facility. And I, I had to laugh as well because the complications with that and the energy for all of that. And I just thought about our vault in Toronto and I thought, you know, getting... Trying to steal from that vault is absolutely crazy. You have to be on site. You have to try to like break into that thing. There's cameras everywhere. You're going to have someone, a police officer, with a gun in your face if there's you're already, trying to steal. It's so difficult to steal physical gold, and yet it's so easy to steal cryptocurrencies. They've had the biggest thefts in history. And, you know, you try... All you need is a larger computer to break through this security stuff. It's just, to me, the complications involved in it and and passwords and all of this, you know, uh, losing your passwords and that's it. It's over. You can't get, look, you show us your photo ID. There's no password. We know who you are. We know what your product is. Come get it. Take it home. You know Precious metals is just such an easy asset, and it it almost becomes complicated because people are surprised how easy it is. It's like using an Apple computer for the first time where you're saying, oh, it's that easy. It really is that easy. One of the
2: things that happened last week is when the stock market dropped, what got sold off first was gold and silver because it's instant. It's instant cash to pay off margin calls that were in the stock market, and that's why gold and silver actually dropped down a little bit Before it really bounced back up, I really do feel that gold and silver has got so much upside. Uh, This is a great, great time to buy.
0: All right. Well, here's an interesting fact, then, gentlemen. Let's talk about what happens to gold and silver after a big market crash, because we know when market crashes occur, human nature tells us, and our history of data shows. that typically all assets will fall and cash becomes king. That might be for days, hours. It might be for a few weeks. But everybody panics all at the same time. You have big drops, and of course, last week a little bit of uh, an, uh, a you know I guess a little bit of a window into what could happen if the stock market does crash. Immediately everything goes to cash. Well, listen as a buyer you're in a great position to take advantage of that, as many clients did. But if we look back to 2001 and 2008, and we look at annualized returns following the peaks of markets, and we compare that to gold in stocks in the US, there is a 34.71% difference in favor of gold in the six months following quarter one of 2001. In In 2008, in the first six months, Well, there's a a 16% difference in what gold did versus the stock markets. In 18 months, 13% difference. Gold is still outperforming the stock markets by 13%. In 18 months, it's 10%.
1: In three years, it's 10%. Those, I mean, are down, those are in those are in downdrafts of the stock market. You yeah, mean?
0: this is absolutely these these are eighteen months and two and three years after the stock market collapse. This is two thousand eight In two thousand and one. The price of of gold is up fourteen percent on average over five years. Difference after that crash of the market, the stock market over the next five years is down seven point four percent. So if you look at the numbers at least from recent history it's telling us that gold does in fact outperform the stock market on the rebound so if we're looking ahead ask yourself one question as a listener look at the stock markets at large and ask yourself a very simple question is it more likely that the stock market here in canada and in the u.s doubles in size from where it is right now and we have another five six years of great growth and everything is hunky-dory or is it more likely that the stock market takes a breather. How deep that breather might be depends on how much has been swept under the rug. And you know our feeling on that. We think that there's no better asset in the world that will protect you when you know what hits the fan, than gold and silver. So if you ask yourself that question, I think you can only come to one conclusion, which is, yes, I should have an insurance policy and gold and silver might be part of that as well as a natural fancy colored diamond.
2: Well, one of the largest hedge fund uh, operators has just shorted... The whole of Europe's stock market, different countries, most of it was in Germany, Italy, and France for $20 billion of shorts in the stock market. And we all know that- We'll I- see what happens. We will see what happens. And this guy's no fool. To, you know, he's made billions of dollars, and he is shorting the market to the tune of $20 billion. And,
1: and there might be a lot of hedge funds that go under because they've been following the narrative of the Fed for years, and now that narrative might be coming to an end. Uh, to your point, what you were saying, Darren- um, Uh, Steve San Angelo put out a video in an article this week where he actually overlaid the silver market and the Dow. And so to, to your point about in the aftermath of pullbacks in the stock market, right now, off the lows of 2008, silver's up 79%, and the Dow Jones off its lows in 2009 is up 272%, which is to show that the Dow is definitely reaching high-end values, perhaps overvalued. I think even Janet Yellen on her last day said, I think the stocks are looking uh, very well-valued at this point, uh, or high value. And uh, of course, silver still has a long way to go. We call that low-risk low entry points. So this might be a great time to start a, a portfolio in precious metals, especially Look, there are people out there who have been watching the physical precious metal market for years, waiting for an entry point. Look, the market bottomed out in 2015. We have the numbers. They're in. Since 2015, we've seen higher lows, higher lows, and higher lows, which has brought us to about $17 silver from its low of below $14 an ounce. And gold has gone from the low. 1,050 to 1,350. And all this year, we've stayed above $1,300. And I do think, and I agree with Gerald Salente, I think we're going to see a sort of a sneak attack on the 1,450 level in gold. And if we break that, the market's off to the races. So why not start to get that position today?
0: All right. Well, gentlemen, before we close out here, here's one thought on what we may see going forward. And there is lots of writing out right now to support this idea. The notion is that we could be seeing the onset of stagflation in the U.S. It is the toughest investment regime. It's composed of inflation and economic stagnation. And the last time we saw this, gentlemen, was in the 1970s. And it's coming again. In such a period, one of the only investments that appreciates is gold, and quite frankly, I think that when you look through the historic uh, books and data, you'll see that the United States went through stagflation in the 70s, and during that time, believe it or not, gold soared 25 and a half times higher in price, silver went up 38 times. We're gonna follow this theme, see where it plays out, and see whether or not this is the case, but this is the time to get gold and silver into your portfolio. When you do open up an account with Guildhall Wealth Management, I want you to remember, we like to thank you. So if it's a registered account, an RRSP, TFSA, a RIF, a LIF, a Lira, locked in, any type of account, spousal account, we like to give you one gram of free gold for every 5,000 US you put into your account. And that is something that we do to say thank you for coming aboard. In addition, you've got the home storage option, you've got the depository storage option, got allocated financing put that all together with a colored diamond get your butt into guildhall listen make a phone call change the way you think about your future in investing gold and silver gives you insurance for your wealth the number to call is one 78 silver the website is guildhallwealth.com gentlemen great show today until next week thank you for listening very much this has been the real money show with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto